is good! Ferris State wins the basketball game! You got it! Game winner! Rip the shot and it's a score for Ferris State! What a play right there by the Bulldogs! And so those are the kind of the guys I really wanted to model my mentality after. When it's bad weather, it kind of comes down to grit. I think our team has a lot of that. It's like you lose a game, like it hurts so much. Like we're very culture-based, and so that's what initially got me here. You're listening to Behind the Bulldogs on News Radio WBRN. Here we go, another episode of Behind the Bulldogs, brought to you by the Car Center in Rogers Heights. Brandon Ward joining you here for episode 24, Joe. Yeah, we made it. 24, the big 2-4. The big 2-4. Kobe number. R.I.P. Mamba. R.I.P., man. Yeah, but speaking of basketball, great episode, great interview coming up. Caden Blanchard of Ferris State Women's Basketball stopping by the show. Glad to have her on. You guys are going to love that interview coming up here shortly, as well as we'll get into the Ferris State Sports Rundown, review and preview what happened last week, as well as coming up this weekend. We got Senior Day for those that are still here in Big Rapids, for those that haven't left for spring break yet, head on over to Wink Arena coming up on Saturday, which is tomorrow as we're releasing this, and you'll be able to see Senior Day. So we'll be honoring all of the players as well as seeing their family, as well as seeing the regular season finale before GLIAC term. We'll talk about that here in a little bit as well uh, here, Joe. But first, I want to thank our friends over at the Car Center. This podcast is brought to you by the Car Center in Big Rapids. Being the area's largest body shop means the Car Center gets your car back to you faster when you need body work. Request the best on all makes and models. You can request to find the Car Center in Big Rapids off Northland Drive in Rogers Heights and online at carcentermi.com. They do some good work, Joe, and we're very thankful for them being a part of this podcast. Yeah, shout out to Car Center for this thing. Make, yeah, CC, man. CC. All right, let's get into this whole day thing. Let's I do think it. we should start on the hardwood. Absolutely. You know? Okay, let's do that. Let's Men's do that. basketball. Men's what basketball. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you look at what they did on Thursday, and it was a really nice win for them, especially last time they played Parkside on the road. It was a tight game. Obviously, you look at the score line. Once again, another tight game. Getting that win, 82-79. Huge for the program, as my yeah. friend would say down the hall for me. Yeah, yeah, that was very cool. Uh, not going to lie. It's big time, and especially to start off this last week of the regular season with a win. I mean, it gives us some solid momentum going in. I mean, this is a season two where... Uh, We've had solid success, but I think of some games we've dropped ones where we didn't want, where it was just kind of unexpected. Yeah, Grand Valley, for example. Grand Valley. I mean, that Lake State game as well, they're a great team, but you still kind of expect to uh, put up a little bit more than a 13-point loss. No no knocking about it. And then especially losing that game to Northern Michigan, 83-80 is a tough one. But going to this last one, and then you have Purdue Northwest tomorrow, I think it's just a solid little situation that we find ourselves in getting the win on the first day of the week. You also see solid performances uh, from basically everybody. I mean, so, I mean, Delapo putting up 21, Ethan with 16, Deshaun Munson getting the starting five and he puts up 10 points as well. Mm-hmm. It was just solid uh, production from everybody across the way and uh, just very, I mean, it makes you feel very confident going into these last few games before Gleak start up and uh, right before March Madness gets going if we can get in. Yeah, and I, not to say like any performance was dwindled, but seeing 35 in the box score, that, that gets a smile on everybody's face. Having Reese back on the floor, being able to play, he's a huge asset for this team. And he had three assists in his 10 minutes of action, so good to have you back, Dog. Reese. Um, but really, across the board, like you mentioned, Joe, uh, this team really put it across the board in the scoring column. I mean, 53% from downtown shooting the basketball, only nine turnovers. That will get the job done almost every time. They'll be taking on Purdue at 3 o'clock on tomorrow for Senior Day. Before that, at 1 o'clock will be the women's, who also got a win against Wisconsin Parkside. It was a thriller in overtime, but 
when you looked at overtime, this was a Ferris State game to win, and they absolutely took it. I mean, you look at the final score, and you're like, wait, this was overtime? We won by 13 in overtime. Yeah, that's how much they dominated that last frame. Yeah, absolutely. And also, if you're listening to this on the radio right now, get on over to Wink Arena. I don't know what you're planning on doing, but yeah, I mean, it was close throughout the way, but then over time, you just find or you just find another gear that the team was able to get into and then just get a nice solid, you know, 91-78 win is Big not time. half bad. So I think to know that we're finishing very solid is going to be, you know, a positive to look at. We also played pretty consistently all throughout. Started off hot as well with 24 points in the first frame, but still being able to outdo them in overtime is probably the biggest time because that one is when you're stressed, you're tired, and being able to stay consistent and get hot later in those games, and especially this late in the season, I mean, if you're Coach Westendorp, you're really, really happy with how this team played, and you're just looking forward to it. I mean, Chloe had, what, 33? Caden had 17. Mallory had 18. Kenzie had 16. Dude, it's insane. Yeah, just a little trip dub as well for Mel. 18, 10, and 10. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just light work. Just yeah, light my work. My bad. Overlooked that. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, also a dub dub for Kenzie Bowers. Yeah. 16 and 10. 11 for 11 from free throws. Common sense. 11 for 11. I mean, we talk, we'll talk about free throws with uh, Caden here in a little bit, but I mean, they've been making their free throws, especially 28 of 34, 82%. Any coach would take that any day, especially for the field goal shooting was not necessarily the prominent point for this team, but defensively forced 20 turnovers against the Rangers, knocked down their free throws when they were fouled, and that was really the difference in this one. They got the job done. We'd love to see it, right? Yeah. I thought right. you were going into another thing. I was going to go into <laughs> I another thing. going to keep on going. I was looking for the one-liner from Country Joe Nagy hey, over cool here. Hey, cool man. Cool guy. Cool guy. All You're right, a cool guy. Next thing. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, hockey finishing out the regular season at home. Um, obviously, they'll be playing Lake State this weekend. We'll get to that here in just a little bit. Uh, tonight, actually. Yeah, no, tonight will be, this. by the time you're recording this out, absolutely. Uh, Northern Michigan, obviously, Friday night. Really tough loss, 3-2. Uh, just really, they got, that, they got that second goal just a little bit too late. And it's not necessarily saying, like, any, I could control the outcome of what they did. Um, but, I mean, they scored uh, that second goal with about, a minute and 10 left. If you would have had a goal and they had plenty of chances uh, in that second period, Northern Michigan really took that second period uh, and really were out and running. And that was kind of our struggle period in the second Mm-hmm. Played much better in the third. We just couldn't get the equalizer uh, in this one to send it to OT. But uh, we bounced back, though, on Saturday. Got the win in overtime. Or not, excuse me, in overtime. In a shootout past overtime. W's. So that's really big for the program. Uh, just seeing especially the work that was being done uh, between the pipes. I mean, Noah Giesbrecht was fantastic. 26 of 27. Really good to see him back in form. Zach Fairmouth continuing his scoring tear this year. And then obviously we saw uh, an ender from Stepan Picorni uh, to send us home with a W. Yeah, that was clean. I'm trying to pull up the standings, but my computer is kind of lagging. Lag! Uh, just trying to figure out where we're going to be at. I mean, we play Lake Superior State tonight, Friday. Uh, we're still training them. We're not going to be able to move up in the standings at all. We're about 11 points away from the next spot, which is Northern Michigan. They have 30 points. We have 19 in the standing. So looks like we're going to be pretty much locked up and going to Bemidji for the first round of the playoffs. Assuming they get two Assuming points. Assuming they get two points. Yes. They need to win this next week. I'm trying to figure out who they play. They this play week Minnesota well. State. All right. So number we got two. a big time. Number one and number two. If Minnesota yes. State sweeps, then we take on the Mavericks. If they do not, uh, then Bemidji State, I think, will take them on because they're yep. four points ahead and they mm-hmm. need to at least get a win or just take it to overtime and yep. they should be fine. Yep. An overtime win would do it. Yep. So or overtime. two overtime games. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's so there's pretty much we will probably be facing the Beavers. 
but there's a chance that we'll be facing the Mavericks. So either way, though, we're going to Minnesota. That's going to be a tough one. It's always a tough drive uh, to go head on out there, but I think the team's going to be ready to just kind of have a new life in the playoff run. And I think that's the best part about these late parts of the season is you can forget about the regular season. We're here. Time to get it rocking and time to get it rolling. Absolutely. You can find out more on the hockey season as well as full coverage with the players on Off the Ice with Brody Kaiser and Beth McKinney. So you can find that as well. Great friends of the program. Yes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and FairStateBulldogs.com. For those curious, we are also getting video, but we're waiting because we have a big idea that we'll probably be doing into next year. It's marinating. Yes, it's, it's marinating. marinating. Trust right me, now. we will it's get in the there. smoker. It's just got to take some time to get the flavor built up. You know Absolutely. That was probably the best example you could have made. I'm so proud of you right smoked now. Smoked meat guy. Smoked meat guy, yeah. You would be, you'd be a really big name in Texas with a with Joe. a smoking meat ability uh, named Joe. Joe. Smoky Joe. Anyway, uh, we'll get to stage names gift, later on. Uh, indoor championships, um, really good performances across the board. Um, we saw, obviously, Claudia Wilkinson, conference champion in the high jump with a 183-meter title jump. Uh, that was really cool to see. She's been working so hard um, through injuries and just really good to see her on top. Danae Felchpach finishing on the podium third overall in the women's mile with, I believe, Great a job, top Danae. five time all time oh, in Pharisee history with the 453. Just another day, just another night. Pretty impressive. So Chase Carter as well, debut as a freshman, finishing runner-up in the conference in the 60, as well as finishing fifth in 200 meters. Cooper Sorson as well, finishing fifth in the 3K, um, as well as we saw a couple other really good scoring position finishes. Blaine Rogers uh, got to the finals and placed seventh in the 60 meter, as well as Gavin Van Sulkema got the eighth place spot in the mile, um, as well as some really good overall races from the relays as well, stagging some points and really just finishing uh, on a high note. Didn't score as many points as we had originally wanted to, um, but overall, it was still it was still good competition. Really nice um, to be able to get this momentum and move it over into outdoor, um, but it's going to be really cool to see what this team has in store coming up for outdoor, which yeah. will be starting quick, fast, and in a hurry here in this turnaround. Yeah, that's the best part, though, and I think outdoor, too, is just a better time from what I can pick up. It is. It's just an easier way to just get ready and get kind of locked in and stuff like that, especially with the regular size track. So I'm excited for it. You're excited for it because, I mean, you're on the track team. Yeah, I should be excited, right? Yeah, that's kind of your thing. Yeah, I'm excited. Hey, good job, Maybe. man. I'm just good kidding. Job, I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, softball as well, uh, finishing up their tournament uh, over down there in Tennessee. We'll get you all the score and recap as well on next week's show as well as tennis um, as well have more time to recap. But we got such a banger of an interview, John. I don't think we waste any more time. So without further ado, let's swing it to the interview. Now joining us in studio is Caden Blanchard of the Fair State Women's Basketball Team. Caden, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for joining us, Caden, once again. You are, I think, our second, right? Second double guest that we've had here yeah. on the program. So congratulations. So first question we got for you. Obviously, you guys got a win last night against a really good Parkside team. Just talk about that team effort and especially over the last couple of games, just really packing up on the wins and really trying to increase your play here as tournament time coming up here in a hurry. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, everyone knows tournament time is coming up and you want to feel your best going into March. Um, kind of talked about it earlier, but... We played Grand Valley, didn't play our best to our potential at all, but honestly, it was probably a good little wake-up call. Like, yeah, we really got to like kick things into gear and start gelling together because not one of us can go do it on our own. And I mean, this last game was a true attest to that. We had four players with over 15 points and it wasn't even honestly the points like 
on the scoreboard that won it for us. I mean, Shauna had a great block at the end to seal the game for us. Uh, Kenzie hit all of her free throws, 11 for 11, I think. Elle played great defense when she came in. Like, it was just a total team effort, and it's really cool to see us gelling together right now. Absolutely. And especially now, I mean, it came out that team has the three spot, not locked up, but at the moment has the three spot in the region. And especially as a team's kind of been bouncing up and down within like that top 10 spot and then beyond in the rankings and stuff like that. How do you guys go as a team each week kind of making sure that let's get locked in and make sure that like we don't kind of fall down when especially later on this season is kind of when teams sort of find their ways to, I wouldn't say mess up, but kind of some hiccups along the way. Yeah, I mean, our season is really long. It's really hard to stay focused the whole time, but um, I think all of us know that we have a really special group and we talk about it all the time like we only get this team once. Yeah, some of us are going to stay in everything, but we only get to do this all together once. And I mean, it's starting to become a thing of last, like last practice home, last home game. And we just all want to cherish, cherish it and like be with each other because we're such good friends off the court. Like I can't even describe it to you. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Yeah, sure. no, it's super cool. And especially you mentioned the team chemistry with you guys and especially for a lot of this group have been together, not just for this year, but the year prior and the year prior, three, four years, even for some of you. Just talk about the relationships that you've made, especially off the court as much as on the floor wearing a Bulldog uniform. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I've been with Mal, Chloe, Shauna, and Amaka for every year that I've been here. And I've thought about it a lot. Next year is definitely going to be weird without having a couple of them there. But the, I mean, I came in with great leaders. Everybody was so welcoming and we aren't like forced to hang out and forced to go on retreats. Like we play cards every night. We have come up with so many games. We play this dodgeball game with our stairs. Like we can just make up anything on the fly. <laughs> Wait, dodgeball with <laughs> stairs? Yeah, you explain that real quick for us? Just... Uh, yeah, it's called Average Death Drop. And um, so you basically have a ball at the top of the stairs and you throw it and it has to bounce on the stairs. And then the two people at the bottom like have to tap it up to each other and catch it with one hand. I don't know. It's the stupidest game ever, but we just have fun with it. You know what I mean? Like, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is that is a household game that yeah. sounds interesting. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, especially, I mean, you take a look kind of back at looking back at your career so far. You had that ACL tear and just the injury and stuff like that. Talk about what it's like now to kind of be able to be back, have a full season and be able to just kind of finally find how this team is able to do with just everybody here and being able to just win games and play good basketball. Yeah, last year was definitely tough um, having to sit out, but I think it makes you think a lot about why you play the sport and the kind of impact that you want to make. So this year, uh, I haven't felt completely the same. I don't think anybody does their first year back off of ACL, but I do feel like I'm still great at uh, certain areas of the game and just having my team around me and our coaches are great. Coach Scott has been wonderful for me just can go talk to him at any time and luckily I already have like other mentors that have been through similar situations and stuff so whenever I'm struggling they're always there to help pick me back up but the team is great I mean Mal, Mal and Chloe know a lot and they are always like super positive and just keeping me upright and I think that our team is gelling really well right now um, I just think that we have a great future ahead of us and I can't wait for it. Certainly, for sure. And you mentioned Coach Carlson. I got to mention something that I saw from one of your practices. You recently broke a record for consecutive free throws. How many did you make in a row? 228. Dang. 228 <laughs> Dang. free throws. Now, what was the worst part about that experience? Because I would imagine you just walk up to the line and you're like, 
I've been here over 200 times and it's been the same outcome every single time. Like what kind of, what was that whole drill about as far as making the consecutive free throws? Is that something you guys do often? Yeah, so we have this uh, basketball coaching blueprint thing and there's a bunch of drills that we do on there and we compete with each other. And one of them is consecutive free throws. And so normally like in the middle of a workout and then at the end, we'll like see how many we can get. Normally you get like in the 30 range. And then one time, I think it was the beginning of this year, I got up to 104 and Chloe was the highest at like 120 something, but I was shooting really good, felt good at practice, listening to my country music or whatever, Coach God's rebound it for me. And then I just kept going. And normally when I get to 100, I get, I mean, you get a little nervous. You're like, oh, I'm at 100. There we go, oh, there we go. And then I just kept making them. I don't know, it just felt good. Like my mind was clear. And honestly, that's when I shoot my best. Like you're not even thinking about it, it's just coming naturally. And then I got to the 200 mark and it kind of like went around the rim and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm getting to this point and it'll definitely be hard to beat again, but it was awesome to do. Wow. That is incredible. You said country music. What was the, what was the go-to jams here? I'm sure there's probably people trying to, to emulate like, Oh, 200 free throws with this song. Maybe I got to so try you it. Share the Spotify playlist. Yeah. So people have that success. <laughs> yeah. I have a couple. Um, I honestly listen to all different types of music. Like I could be shooting and working out to Disney music, throwbacks, country rap, whatever, but Country was just my thing that day, I guess. I don't even know. Okay. Was that what was the song when you hit the number 228? Do you remember? Oh, um Oh, I do remember it, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Probably something I love like Lee Bryce, I Don't Dance, Hard to Love. Okay. Um, those are my two favorites. Oh, okay. Like, 20 right shots in a row. That's like a whole playlist. Like, <laughs> yeah, that literally yeah, is. That's yeah. a lot of songs that you guys think about. And especially kind of, I mean, staying on that music topic, have you, and like you already said that you listen to a lot of music already, but were you opening, like, especially being on a team and especially with a team that has so many different, you know, personalities and stuff, were you open to any music that like you just started listening to maybe in the past year or two or right when you got to Ferris, like uh, learning every, all the interests of all the other players? Yeah. Um, I've always kind of been into rap but it was my biggest thing and then a lot of my teammates are super into it and i just love i'm not the type of person that goes out and like i know a bunch of artists and i'm gonna listen to their new album when it comes out but when like people show me songs i'm like oh i like that just literally because they showed me i could it could be a total genre that I don't even know. And just because they showed me, like, I'm going to start loving it and listening to it because it reminds me of them. No, that's super cool. And there was something cool that happened since you were on the podcast when it was the MBSP last time. Uh, you had a family member join you here at school, your brother signing on with the football team. Just talk about having him around and especially the whole family get togethers on homecoming weekend and just having everybody here being a Bulldog. It's a really cool experience. I mean, I couldn't ask for anything better. He obviously had a couple of choices of places to go, and I do think I'm definitely a reason why he chose here, and I'm so glad he did because, I mean, we don't even see each other every week, I don't think, but we've made dinner like together a couple of times, hung out on the weekends, and then he'll come to my games, and then we can like all go to eat as a family. And he, he didn't get to play this year, I mean, he redshirted, but I'm excited to be able to see him like play, maybe get some minutes next year, and be able to cheer him on in the same ways that he has been to me. Yeah, that's super cool. So it wasn't a situation where it's like, you're coming to Ferris. You're going to <laughs> I mean, that's what I was telling him, and funny story actually, he, uh, he was choosing between Tech and Ferris, those were his last two. And he calls me and he's like making his decision this week. I'm like, okay, he's like, I just committed to Tech. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, no, but I was like, oh, like, congrats. And he was like, I'm just kidding, I committed to Ferris. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, big nice. time, big time. Yeah. I was say it's fun because I had two older sisters here when I was a freshman and like, nice. that's an awesome time to be able to go to college with your sibling. So yeah. that's a blast. I mean, yeah, it's someone, you have your parents for like a really long time, but you're gonna have your sibling for your whole life. So mm -hmm. it's just like a cool experience. And honestly, like 
uh, I saw this one thing and it was like, you don't realize like it's your last time doing something with your sibling. So it's really cool to have him here to get those last. Yeah, it is super cool. And you mentioned scholarships, obviously kind of going into what was really the process with your decision. Because if I remember correctly, you had Division One offers potentially to go to that level, but you decided to stay at Division Two with Fair State. What kind of went through, that, through your mind with that process? Um, I didn't really, like when I went on my visit to Niagara to their camp and everything, it didn't really feel like home. And I mean, they were super welcoming and everything, but it just didn't like click with me. And then when I came on my visit here, I just kind of like knew like this felt like home. Like, I mean, obviously I was recruited by a different coach, but everybody on the team made me feel so welcome. And that was exactly what happened when I came here too. Like, it wasn't like people were just trying to get me to come here. Like that truly is the atmosphere and the culture that we have here. Um, and it's funny, we were talking about this yesterday. When I came here, I ate at The Rock. And me, a high school student, like, doesn't know anything about it. Like, sure. I was like, The Rock is so cool. Like, they have dessert <laughs> every day. Like, I got pie, I got the Mongolian barbecue. And then you get here and you eat it for a whole year and you're like, is The Rock really that good? But <laughs> that was a reason, too. I don't know. I just really like the food, to be honest. I think that's a unanimous decision on what you just said. Yeah, Everybody's in that boat. For The Rock. Not knocking it by any means, but right. there's time. Yeah. You have it every day. It gets it, a little bit It old. just gets old. That, that, that's, that's really all it is. Uh, you mentioned homemade dodgeball game on the stairs, listening to country music. What are some of the other things that you like to do off the competitive surface and just outside of basketball? Well, I have my own dirt bike, so I like to do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. You got any specific riding spots around town? Uh, no, it's not up here. My dad lives in Twining, Michigan, this small town on the east side of the state, kind of by like all gray standish area. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so we have a couple of acres and then a bunch of state land, and we just go riding on the trails. And my brother is like, I'm not really into the tricks or like going through deep mud holes. I just like to ride and have fun and <laughs> sure. stuff. But yeah, that I like to, I just like being outside. We have a rope swing and a pond and just like go swimming in the river or jet skis, really just toys outside, honestly. Okay, that sounds like a good time. Hey, man. I say, how often is it in the summertime when the team's kind of up here sometimes for that? Are you guys a big team that's going out on the river, tubing down and stuff and just hanging out? Oh. Uh, everybody. Well, no, not everyone. A couple of us have gone down the river. I didn't go this time. I think I ended up not going. I don't know why I didn't end up going. But uh, yeah, everybody likes to be outside. We have cornhole. We have the uh, frisbee game. We have to get in. Can jam. Can jam. Can jam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we play a lot of games outside, especially like we're excited for it to get nice out because we'll play. We live at Campus Creek, so it's that little road in between. So we can Mm -hmm. just like play cornhole with our neighbors or whatever. And a lot of the other sports teams will like come hang out. So it's a lot of fun. Okay. Is there any uh, competition? between some of the other teams over there at Campus Creek. I know like it's it's a very competitive environment here at Ferris. So I'd like tournaments and stuff as far as Cornhole and Can Jam. Uh, we really should get that started, honestly. Oh, there's a billion dollar idea right there. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But no, um, if anything, I think we would scare people away because our team is so competitive. <laughs> <laughs> even, even more competitive than the guys' team. I mean, we know Coach Broncomo will, will refuse to lose. So Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... For girls, we're the most competitive girls, for sure. I think the guys probably have like a different kind of competitive edge, but we can definitely keep up with them. Okay, okay. <laughs> we might need the, the women's versus men's basketball team cornhole tournament live stream, fairstateathletics.com yeah, idea. Yeah. That's, dude, that's a sponsorship goldmine. Yeah. Mean, that's got to be telling. Cedric and Q are listening right now on the headset. Exactly. Like, we're walking through the doors here in any second. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I think uh, especially we ask everybody on this show, uh, and I mean, we asked you this already last time you were on and we went to the MVSP, but has there been anything that changed what's been your favorite thing about being a fair state bulldog? Mm, good question. Uh, 
literally just the team. I mean, honestly, I can't think of a, of better people to be spending my time with and creating these memories with. And obviously basketball is so much fun and I love the sport, but my favorite memories are all times off the court that we've had with each other. And now I get to share this experience with my brother and like kind of show him the ropes and get to be the big sister. So I think that's really cool. And um, whenever my family like comes up and visits and a lot of my so I have four brothers and two of them have a lot of friends that go here now too. So they'll come and visit and stay at the house. So just creating the memories with them. That's awesome. That is super cool. Well, Kaden, thank you so much for joining us and we wish you best of luck here on Saturday. Hopefully two wins. Yeah, thank you for having me. Big thanks to Kaden for joining us here on the show. We're running out of time to go through all of it, but Joe, where should the fans go if they want to know times and dates? Probably to FerrisStateBulldogs.com. There's a calendar at the bottom of the main page. Check that out. We don't have enough time to go through it all, so you got to do it yourself. Absolutely. But until next time, take care, everybody.